The views and opinions expressed by guests on the TWBC podcast are solely those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views of nor constitute an endorsement by the host, TWBC or the advertisers. National Championships, Confederation Championships, World Championships, major professional events. For over three decades, he has been there for many of the sport's greatest moments. And now he brings you even closer to the movers and shakers in the world of high echelon tournament water skiing. From the founder and creator of the Water Ski Broadcasting Company comes the TWBC Podcast. And now here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, that is me. Yes, I am Tony Lightfoot, and uh, this is the TWBC Podcast. Uh, so glad to, uh, to have you joining us. And we're also especially glad to have uh, have one of the world's top female slalom skiers uh, joining us uh, here on this edition, Miss Jamie Bull. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Tony. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, we're coming uh, from uh, the Hilltop Lake, which is the home of the Syndicate uh, Hilltop uh, Pro-Am uh, slalom event. And you return to what is considered, uh, I would definitely consider it, would to be a happy hunting ground for you because this time last year you skied into 41 off for the very first time and you established a an under 21 record both in the nation and I believe uh, in the world isn't that is that correct yeah that's correct so I'm super stoked to be back at Hilltop um, I really love this place I think it's a wonderful site and the people here are always awesome so I've been coming here for a few years now because it is kind of HO's home base and uh, enjoyed it a lot and I'm really excited this year to see that it's more of a pro event where we're going to have a lot of really great skiers coming out. Yes, and uh, one of the, one of the uh, the features, one of the one of the uh, the earliest pieces of news that we had regarding this event was that the the prize money for women was actually going to be and I think it still is more than more than the pro men. There were actually a couple of memes that were that were published out there in in Instagram that that kind of kind of made uh, made light of that situation but how do you how do you feel now how how do you feel about the the progression of a women's professional water skiing especially within the slalom event i think in the slalom event um we're starting to see a lot more women who are competitive with the top girls so for a long time and also when i was first kind of moving into the pro scene um there's really regina who was dominant and then there was a couple girls like Whitney and Mano, who were maybe going to kind of edge her out sometimes. And then after that, it, we didn't really see much competition. Um, and nowadays, we're really starting to see like a pretty solid crew of girls who are really competitive and all could perform on the day and take a title. So it's awesome to see kind of that growth in the sport. Okay, so uh, beyond the scope of that, uh Trying to trying to give us a little bit of a sense of what the life of Jamie Bull consists of, because not only do you compete professionally in the slant in the slalom event at a number of different places around the world, but you are also a college student. You're, you're very very much involved in that with the University of Louisiana and my La- University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Big shout to the Raging Cajuns, my alma mater. So kind of give us a sense of what the day entails for Jamie Bull. Yeah, I mean, um, coming up, my life's going to be pretty busy. So I am a full-time student at Louisiana Lafayette. 
I'm studying mechanical engineering, and I'm going into my senior year. So senior year in engineering is pretty busy. Uh, we have a lot of big projects and group work, and I'm going to be trying to ski at the same time and compete in some big events like the World Championships that are going to be held at Jack Trevor Ski School in October. So balancing school, then I have collegiate skiing, um, and also pro skiing is not super easy, um, but trying to make do and try and do each of those as best I can. Okay, so far as collegiate skiing is concerned, obviously repping the, uh, the, the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette, and I mean, you've done so with distinction. Uh, I believe you. I believe you've actually won one or two uh, national championships in this in the slalom event. How many is it now? Two. Two. Two so far. Obviously, you'd want to win out mm-hmm. uh, f- for the remaining one. Are there any other goals that you seek within collegiate water skiing, such as well, uh, maybe the national record? I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. Um, I mean, last year we were off because of COVID, so. We, my first year, we lost the team event by 60 points, which really hurt, you know, that was, it was such a close, close call, and we ended up losing to Monroe, so coming back the following year in California, um, the team won, and we won by pretty big margins, Um, and so then we were national champions, and then Collegiate Nationals got canceled last year, so we're still defending champs. So coming into this season, we're definitely looking to try and get back-to-back titles, and that would be our biggest goal. And then for me personally, I've won both nationals I've skied at, so I'd like to take a win. Um, And I also currently hold the collegiate national record with 5.5 at 39. So um, I would like to get that score into 41. (laughs) So that would be my goal for this season is try and get a score in the pink for collegiate skiing and then also... Definitely biggest goal is to try and bring home that team title again. Not only the team title in collegiate water skiing, but, but uh, are, are you involved in, in the team setup for Canada or have they selected their team quite yet? No, we don't know the team yet for Team Canada. So um, I could speak to that later on, but as of uh-huh. now, I got no comments for you. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I get an almost immediate sense that listening to you that you... Do you place more stock and more enjoyment from actually competing and succeeding in the team environment than you do from your own pers- for your own personal ambitions? I mean, would would that would that be an accurate assessment? Or um, that's a tough one. I mean, I think um, for collegiate skiing, yes, because really that's the only point of collegiate skiing is the team. Um, for Canada, winning team gold for Canada, uh, I won team gold on the like as a part of the team uh, in 2016 at junior worlds and that was really super cool i mean i'm super proud to be canadian and um i feel very lucky to be able to represent our flag at a tournament so winning team is huge for me but at the end of the day i mean most of our sport is individual so i want to go to worlds and i want to win individual gold um, and in doing that, in winning individual gold, I know that if I'm on the team, that's going to help the team. So I think that's an interesting part about our sport is it's not like basketball is something where you're on a court with other people. Um, really, you're out on the water on your own. Everything you do is on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I go out there and my goal is to win worlds for myself, I'm at the end of the day going to be benefiting the team if I am on the team. So. 
that's that's a little different than a standard team sport. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Because I mean, I mean, as you said, I mean, the um, I mean, you're not immediately support supported by a person next to you, mm-hmm. like you know, like you are with basketball and and stuff like that. But going on, moving on a little bit from there, I mean, you're primarily basing yourself in the United States for your studies. I mean, during the time of COVID, you were you were working online. I, I would I would imagine, mm-hmm. but. In amongst all of that, you still took time out to actually go back to Canada and actually ski a little bit, visit with family and that kind of stuff. How important is is your connection to being a native Canadian and and, and being in, in Canada for as much as you can? Oh, it's huge to me. I mean, I I love Canada. <laughs> it's It's really special for me to be there, and I love seasons as well, so I don't like spending all my time in the heat um and so for me it's really important for me to go back because I'm skiing for Canada I ski under the flag I'm supported by the Canadian government um but not only that I just really like when I'm home it just feels so good like it feels good I go home and it's just like kind of a weight lifted off your shoulders you just it's really nice. So with COVID, I was lucky enough um, that school was online and I was able to spend majority of the time of COVID in Canada. And that was really huge for me because since I graduated high school, I had spent most of my time in the States because I was going to school. Any holiday I had, I would go back to Canada, but it was such short periods of time and I wasn't used to that. And going back during COVID and spending those months in Canada really showed me how much I missed it and how much I like just love being in that country. So um, this year it's going to be different. School is supposed to be in person. Uh, I was able to go home this summer, which was awesome. Get to ski at home with my parents and my brother was home too, which was unbelievable. And then um, I'll be sure as soon as pretty much as soon as my exams finish, I'll be flying back to Canada to try and spend some time in the snow and get to hang out with my family and be back in the homeland. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. So, um, so with, with, with that on the horizon, I mean, you, gra- you, you said you graduated in December, right? Pretty, I graduated in, in May. In, in May, you graduated yeah. in May. So you, so you still got a few good months uh, remaining mm-hmm. in the heart of Cajun country. <laughs> yeah. What do you love? What 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 do you love about being in South Louisiana? <laughs> um, be honest with you, Tony. I don't like South Louisiana that much. <laughs> what? Um, I've really I really enjoyed going to school there. Uh, my first two years there were super fun and. Uh, Collegiate skiing was great, and my team was awesome. I really was lucky to be in school with a good crew. Um, Louisiana itself is not really my scene. Um, yeah, I don't know. I won't be there. I wouldn't I wouldn't choose to live in Louisiana, let's put it that way. Um, it kind of goes back to me really liking Canada. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I like seasons, and I like nature, and being able to breathe clean, fresh air. And in Louisiana, I just feel like there's not really all that much to do that I like to do. Like, I can't really, like, go outside and, you know, go hiking or biking or, you know, be kind of in nature there. It's more swamp. And so so the hobbies there, like, a lot of them, for them, it's based around, like, food and um, kind of, like, tailgating and being surrounded by people. And I'm more of a person who wants to be surrounded by trees. So... Um, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's yeah. 
I have enjoyed school there. I've enjoyed the opportunity to be there. Um, I don't regret anything going there at all, but I will be ready when I graduate to kind of move back to a more northern wilderness area. There you go. There you go. And uh, surrounded by trees. Well, <laughs> that's why I like Hilltop so much. We got, <laughs> we got mountains on the horizon and surrounded by trees and the water's clear here and blue and I don't know, the air's light and fresh and just makes you feel good when you pull in. Beyond beyond any short term ambitions that you have with skiing and uh, and earning your uh, your mechanical engineering degree, what other what other things drive Jamie Bull? You know, what other ambitions and goals would you like to attain in life? In life itself? Yeah, just generally. <laughs> there's got there's there's more than life to work more than life than and work and skiing. Yeah, I mean I definitely just want to put myself in a position to live a lifestyle I want to live. So <laughs> we just keep looping back to it. But eventually I'll want to be living back in Canada in the mountains for a while and getting more time on the snow because um, I've definitely sacrificed that a little bit in the past couple of years, like excluding the year of COVID. But the years before that, I've kind of been in Louisiana. So spending more time enjoying winter and with my family and then ultimately finding a, a job that makes me happy and allows me to live the life I want to live absolutely absolutely I mean I can def- I can definitely gel with that I mean and a lot of other people can as well so I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to think I mean you I mean you've won you've won all these titles you've set in world records and that and that kind of stuff you know we'll we'll probably just end off the interview here because I mean we've basically uh, gone gone through everything <laughs> that we wanted to at this point but is there anyone that you want to thank or anyone that 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 has contributed heavily to your success that you want to give a big shout out to yeah, I mean, obviously skiing is definitely takes a pretty big village. So uh, my family for getting me into it and supporting me through it. And then my sponsors um, within the sport, HO, has definitely been a huge help. And then um, Jack Travers Ski School is where I train most of the time, but also with the um, HO crew, like the HO team, the, all the boys with Will, John, Marcus, um, Rob's in the scene now too, which has been super fun and um yeah, I have a lot of sponsors um, from back home as well that are, aren't in the industry who have allowed me to kind of get to the point I'm at. So, All right, then. You've been listening to Jamie Ball, and my name's Tony Lightfoot. This is the TWBC Podcast. And until next time, I'm going to say ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast.